today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Let's uh, zero in on what's going on in Ottawa these days. Uh, and uh, we've talked about this ever since the, well, I call it an insurrection over the last three weeks. Uh, and we knew that something was happening here and it was the, the, the action was imminent. The politicians are doing what politicians tend to do. They're talking and talking and talking. And uh, I know they're debating the Emergency Measures Act. And it looks like it's going to be a couple more days before they actually get some action on that. Police, different situation. They're the ones that are on the ground. They're the ones that are dealing uh, with what's happening in downtown Ottawa. And, uh, well, they said the other day that they had a plan. And Interim Ottawa Police Chief Steve Bell uh, updated the city's plan of attack for the removal of protesters. And, uh, well, here's what the interim chief had to say about that. So we've been really clear with everyone since the very beginning. This is, it's time to go. Your time in our city has come to an end and you must leave. We've engaged in interactions with the protesters to to attempt to uh, persuade, negotiate with them to leave the footprint of our area. We will continue to do that. But what I can tell you is we have a deliberate plan of action to take in order to make sure that our streets are turned back to our residents and our community is turned back to normal. Well, I guess the time for negotiations is pretty much finished because there is a movement on the ground there uh, as of early this morning. Some arrests have been made uh, and probably more arrests coming in there. Uh, to give us some perspective on this, uh, we, we we're going to do the Chief's Town Hall today with Hamilton Chief of Police Frank Bergen, and we are going to do that. But I want to focus uh, about what's happening in Ottawa and about protocols, et cetera. And to that end, we're so pleased to welcome to the program uh, the uh, Chief of Police for the Hamilton Police Services, of course, uh, Chief Frank Bergen. Chief, uh, pleasure to have you back on the program. Thanks so much for jumping in today with us. Uh, good morning, Bill, and thank you. And also to all the people out there in their cars, drive carefully. The roads are pretty bad right now. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we're going to have to learn to deal with that. Uh, We knew it was coming. Uh, We knew this was coming, too. I know you've been following the situation, Chief, uh, in Ottawa over the last little while uh, about what's been happening, and uh, I I guess we could probably get into some sort of a discussion or debate uh, about uh, when protest morphs into insurrection. I I think we're way past that, frankly, with what's going on in Ottawa these days. Uh, I understand, by the way, actually, that there are probably some people from the Hamilton Police Service that are involved in that. Is that right? That's right, Bill. And uh, right from the very beginning, uh, as the weekend was unfolding like three weekends ago, um, Chief slowly did contact us and we did send up a deployment of our public order unit. Uh, Since then, we've also been in Toronto, we've been in Windsor, and uh, we're also assisting Niagara. So we're doing everything we can to support our policing partners within the province, as we're seeing also in Ottawa, uh, with what is their integrated incident command. So how does... Talk to us about that specific unit then. It sounds as if it were, were the same officers in, in all the, the, the jurisdictions you mentioned with the same group of people from place to place? Um, well, initially when we did send our units uh, to Ottawa, they were our public order units. So 38 of our officers, which is a section of our public order unit, uh, and they also then had been dispatched to Windsor when they looked after the Ambassador mm-hmm. Bridge. What I have in, in Ottawa right now uh, is not my public order. What we have is we have um, 27 officers with an incident commander, and they're assisting. But they're assisting with the logistics. They're assisting with uh, just the actual flow of people, the lawful assembly, the protest. And, and the reality is public order is a specific unit that is trained. It works under an incident command model, um, and, and they're used. And you, you really saw them um, out in G20 and, and, and different events like that. And all mm-hmm. organizations do their best to try to have that, and they use large-scale event and response and follow an operational plan. What I have in Ottawa right now are officers that are assisting with prisoner transport, arrests, 
foot patrols, things of that nature, just again, to make sure that those that want to have lawful assembly have that ability to do so. What's what's the playbook in a situation like that, Chief? Uh, you know, how how are these officers trained uh, to to deal with each situation? The playbook is quite simple, and it's a, a standard that is across the province um, with regards to incident command. We're trained on incident command, um, and in this particular case, when you're looking at an operational plan, it's broken down in three areas, and there's an incident action plan, an alternative action plan and an emergency action plan and it is allowed then to scale up or scale down uh, depending on the circumstances. What we've seen in Ottawa um, over these last few weeks is how it's got to a point where now they're looking at being able to disassemble what has uh, joined you know that whole Wellington Street area. What we've seen in Toronto and what we've seen certainly across the province and other areas is in Toronto they set up a corridor and, and they really restricted it from even developing. Uh, so it depends on each situation then. I, I guess we saw an example of that in Windsor last weekend, didn't we, with the uh, uh, the protocol that was established then. Uh, I, I know, I think you and I have talked about this in the past with other, uh, well, protests that, that have occurred, because uh, we've had our share of them in Hamilton and over the last couple of years as well. Uh, to control and contain is, is one thing, but at some point I guess you have to understand, I guess, what's going on with the group that's, uh, that's there at that time. And, and you have to pretty much be flexible to be able to pivot to once, I guess, to ramp it up or ramp it down, depending on, on basically how the people that, that are on scene are, are going to respond. Yeah, absolutely, Bill. I think you couldn't uh, be more accurate is that people have the right to assemble. People have the right to uh, um, um, voice their concerns and, and demonstrate, etc. But it's important to remember um, that all, all Canadians are entitled to the rights and freedoms. Section 1 of the Charter calls for certain limitations. Uh, rights and freedoms are not without responsibilities. The su- Supreme Court of Canada has recognized that freedoms in the Charter cannot be extended to protect and justify threats of acts of violence like assault, destruction, or property, or unlawful conduct. So with these action plans and with an operational plan, the Hamilton Police approach has been the police liaison team. So we, we right at the very beginning, try to have conversations with those that want to assemble and have an understanding of what is um, uh, going to be allowed and what are the type of goals they have in their assembly. And we do everything we, everything we possibly can to make sure that their goals are met but we also make sure that everybody is safe. I, I know police have received some criticism in the Ottawa situation, Chief, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, for Well, I'll use the phrase that I'm sure you've seen an awful lot on social media. I'm sure you've heard it, as a matter of fact, uh, in, in your duties as well. Is Well, they're just sitting there watching. They're not doing anything. Uh, that's not happening in Ottawa today. There's obviously an action plan that's, that we're going to talk about in a second here. But when they, when they are just on scene looking, what, what, what are the responsibilities? What are they being tasked to do? Uh, when they're there. And and I, because I know there's an awful lot of frustrated citizens that want to see them just kind of rush into a situation like that and get the people out of there. Uh, I'm I'm getting the sense that's not the initial goal here. Well, again, there's a couple things and we can break it down into, into different areas because where we're at now in this operational plan is what you saw in the last two days is they're giving out printed notices and letting people yeah. know they've gone up and, and uh, Chief Bell has been very clear. Uh, now is the time to leave and, and we'll assist you in leaving. And the reality is they've had those conversations. They've given the notice. Uh, today now is a point if you're watching Ottawa, as we're all probably watching the news and how it's unfolding. In many cases, it's actually very cooperative. There's just conversations and saying, let's go, and the people go quietly. Uh, there will be a handful of people that are going to say, I'm not going, and therefore then you're going to have to have sufficient response uh, 
and 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 use the the tools of use of force correctly uh, in order to then effect an arrest and to in this case the next part will be dismantling what will be that, that logger jam if you will along Wellington Street. In a situation like this and and again we're talking to the hypothetical here because I know you can't comment directly on what's going on in Ottawa. Uh, that's Chief Bell and, and of course the RCMP and the OPP that are involved in this. But but is there do you, do you prepare for the worst and hope for the best or because I, I you know we haven't even talked about staffing yet. I don't know Chief Bell hasn't given any numbers out, but I'm hearing from our sources up on Ottawa right now that the, the police presence there is I think the word I heard from a couple of my colleagues here is significant a lot more than they've ever seen in the downtown core in the last little while, which tells me that they're anticipating if it gets bad we're not going to get caught off guard here. That's correct, and that's part of what you really are doing when you're putting together a plan. Um, and, and the reality is, as I've said, you break it down, and, and the plan is quite simple. Uh, it's really talking about what is the situation, what is the mission. The mission quite often is just for a lawful assembly and for peace. And then there's an execution, and in that execution, to your point, it's about being able to scale. I talked about what is an incident action plan an alternative action plan, and then an emergency action plan. That way you already have your resources in place on whatever eventuality you have. You make sure that you clearly understand who's going to administer the plan, what are the communication strategies, what is the emergency preparedness, what are your partners, who are the other people. So even in locally, we would be looking at our partners with the uh, municipal licensing, we'd be looking at the HSR, we're looking at, in some cases, into the severe challenges, you might also have um, conversations with your hospitals and being able to talk about that but that's the emergency preparedness then you actually have a command structure an incident commander who has the ability to make the final on the ground decisions so what you're seeing now in Ottawa is really actually that delivery of an operational plan and they've gone through those stages to be able to scale it now it's to a point of being able to dismantle the assembly. Chief you Let's let's talk about who's in charge here. Who's calling the shots in a situation like this? Is it is it Chief Bell? Is it because we know that OPP and RCMP are involved in this, as you mentioned, uh, members of other police services, including Hamilton, and I'm sure others from around the province as well. Uh, but there's got to be somebody at the top who's going to make the calls on this. Is is it the Ottawa Chief of Police or RCMP and OPP involved in that as well? I have no inside information, Bill, with respect to what is going on in Ottawa. But what I do understand from is the integrated incident command model is that there will be a designed incident commander. Chief Bell has a role. Chief Bell has a role because he has to assure his citizens in Ottawa, like I do in my community, that, that we are able to deliver the safety that is required. Uh, so at this point, I'm not suggesting he is actually the one that's going to be on the ground doing that. The best plans are when you actually assign an incident commander and allow them to do their job. The operational plan, as I said, it talks about the situation, the mission, the execution, the administration, and being prepared in the command structure. Stay within the command structure. The minute you start trying to then walk onto the floor, so to speak, to interrupt that kind of stuff, it's a similar thing about having different politicians and stuff, as you said at the preamble here. At this point, without saying specifically what's going on in Ottawa, what I would suggest is an incident commander has been assigned, and based on that information, they're making ground decisions based on their resources and based on what they're, what they're challenged with as it's unfolding. Yeah, I'm just, uh, we're watching the pictures, as I'm sure you are, over the last hour and a half or so to see what's happening there. Uh, and it, it's interesting, the presence that is, is obvious, the number of officers you can see because of you know, the fluorescent yellow uh, vests that, that many of them are wearing in situations like that. But we're not seeing the, uh, you know, the, the, 
the, well, the I guess what some people are going to call the aggressive uh, police approach to this uh, that some might have expected. You know, the, the police with helmets and 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 shields and all this sort of stuff here. It's 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 presence. They they are clearly there, but it seems to be almost a passive approach to this. They're standing by. And I guess making arrests as it happens, but it's not as if there's any any large movement towards this, uh, you know, to try to be aggressive with, with anybody here. In other words, I, I'm getting the sense that part of the protocol here is they don't want to be the ones who are going to be the aggressors that could spark something here. That That is absolutely correct, Bill. And, and what you have here is, is in the operational plan, there, to your point, there'll be a tiered response. And, and during these types of events where emotions are running high, police will use their experience and training to manage the crowds without further inflaming the tensions, just as you said. Generally, that ignition is not lit by a police officer. Generally, it is somebody who, um, from the crowd, decides this is going to be their 15 minutes. And, and therefore, what I'm comfortable seeing and what I understand about this integrated command structure is they have the resources in place should that, should that occur. We're told they've been arrested. As a matter of fact, two of the quote-unquote organizers were arrested last evening uh, and, and charged. Uh, what sort of charges are the people that will not leave, uh, what, what would they be facing? I, I assume mischief would be one of them. Bill, that's correct. And, and also, just to go back to, um, if you did see and they filmed uh, the arrests of, of both the yeah. leaders there, they're extremely passive, just a conversation and, 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 and no violence. And that's, that's actually very welcomed. That is, that is a good outcome on it. What I understood, and again, I'm not going to be the lawyer here, but um, they're, they're really in a, in a council to commit mischief and council to commit that type of disruption. What we have had since Ottawa has been unfolding. We've had the province come in with legislation, and now we're having debate at the federal level about that. But these are criminal code obstruction charges, criminal code mischief charges. Uh, the breach at the very low end of it is breach of the peace. Um, there can be cause of disturbance. There's nuisance charges. So there are actually quite a menu of potential charges, but they will then make sure that commensurate to the activity is they'll find the right charge. And in some lower levels, there could be municipal bylaws and in other areas, and they start going up the Provincial Highway Traffic Act, being on the roadway, things of that nature. But where it becomes an issue now is that that parked rig, if you will, uh, that's not moving after being told, as you saw over the last 48 hours, there have been some uh, truckers who have left the area and decided, okay, mm -hmm. time is up. But those that aren't going to, then they will be held accountable. And what I understand with the emergency measures is there's going to be an ability to seize some of those assets. And those are things that will then unfold in the courts uh, many months ahead of this today. Just about out of time, but I, I had to ask, as I'm getting a couple of emails on this, what's, what's the next step? Let, let's assume that this goes smoothly and, and there's nothing uh, untoward that goes on here. And as you say, people you know, passively either leave or I guess some of them are going to have to be arrested. But you don't want these people popping up again. You don't want this sort of thing happening again you know, in two or three days. Uh, not unlike you know, well, Windsor and, of course, the border crossings in Manitoba and Alberta. Is, is part of the plan uh, to continue uh, the vigilance here to ensure that, that, that we don't have a repeat of this? Yeah, Bill, and again, let's let's both of us agree that we're not going to talk specifically about what Ottawa is, sure, but I, I get what I would anticipate, Bill, is that they have operational cycles. And in these operational cycles, right now they're in deployment and where they are actually into their, their response. They have right now their incident action plan, if you will, uh, but there will absolutely be um, ability to have people stay back 
and to make sure. And, and again, we're coming into a weekend, which would be the fourth weekend. Uh, you already know that in the Ottawa, they've sec- sectioned off quite a large area of the downtown core. They have checkpoints, etc. So they'll absolutely have officers remain back that even though the streets are being cleaned and make sure that they're, you know, able to have access and egress remain. And until that the street is completely free and open, they'll have police officers coming back and and walking around and just having an ability to speak to the residents of Ottawa. And and, and that aftermath is very important, that, that people, the police officers will be listening to the impact that they've had on the community, the people who have not necessarily been able to open up their store, be able to go into the mall, to be able to go to a restaurant. Uh, all of this is we've opened up the province to dining. We have now want these people to get back. So the police will be there for, for several weeks on, on end now through operational cycles at high visibility, just again to make sure people feel comfortable getting back to life as, as normal as it can be. Uh, and as just to finish off, because I know we're running late here, uh, just to remind our listeners, you this is it's the hypothetical. In other words, the reason I'm so glad you could come on here is to talk about the protocol and the playbook, because uh, uh, obviously there are going to be some variations on it, depending on what happens on the ground. Uh, but we'll watch this operation as it unfolds over the next couple of hours. Uh, Chief, as always, thank you so much for the time today. It was great to get your perspective on this. Bill, have a great day. And again, thank you, everybody out there for driving safe and being careful, because again, as the weather conditions uh, present themselves, just drive a little slower. Thanks, Bill. Thank you so much. Hamilton Chief of Police Frank Bergen uh, with his perspective on what's going on as it unfolds in the streets of Ottawa. Lots more coverage on that coming up in just a couple of minutes. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.